Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about bracing the knee after ACL reconstruction surgery when we're returning to sports. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. I am up in Boston at Champion PT and Performance with our uh, our crew of amazing clinicians, strength coaches, everybody here at Champion just joining in to answer your questions. That's what we want to do. So if you have some questions, head to MikeReynolds.com, click on that podcast link and ask away. We still have, I forget what it was. I looked this morning at how many like thousands of people have, have submitted this over the last several years, but we get a bunch of great questions every month. So keep them coming. We appreciate them. I'm here again. Let's let's go through them real quick. Dewesh Podell, Dan Pope, Lisa Russell, Dave Tilly, Lenny Macrina here answering your questions. Mike Scaduto may be making an appearance in the background because he's actually working because he just got back from a big vacation. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. But anyway, Lenny, who do we have <laughs> for students today? <laughs> we have our three amigos uh, we have Jonathan Sandberg from Creighton University. We have Brendan Laxbro, Gatesy Gates from the Duke University. And we have uh, Joey Shrimp Scambia from URI. I like it. That's pretty solid. All right. Welcome, team. Gates, are we up today for the question? Yes, we are. All right. We got Lauren from Alabama. And she says, what is your opinion on putting adolescent athletes in a functional knee brace for return to sport following their rehab for an ACL reconstruction? Is it appropriate if they present with sound joint stability at the time of rehab discharge? <laughs> Does your opinion change with return to contact versus non-contact sport? Nice. Good, good job, Lauren. Roll Tide. War Eagle. Uh, they, they, I think... I think you nailed the sub questions very well, by the way. And I think that was really good because those are usually the things that we, we start to talk about in these discussions is, is it a contact sport? What's the status of their knee and stuff like that? So um, I think this is a great question. I think there's still some variability throughout the country and maybe some surgeon preference or stuff, but I don't know, Len, you want to, you want to take, take this one from here and kind of maybe start it off with what yeah. do we know about the science of ACL bracing? Like, you know, how protective is it? And and then based on that, what's your experience and preference, I'd say? Yeah, um, it seems like the science is not screaming. It's as protective uh, as we think. Uh, yet, I think there is some form of protection, obviously, um, with people wearing these braces. Because, you know, if you're going to have a grade two or grade three MCL, maybe it's a grade one. Uh, that you may get because you have that uh, medial and lateral, uh, you know, buttressing on the on the knee. Um, I I, I want to interrupt there real quick. So I apologize, Len, but I think that was actually a very 
very, very key point you just made right there. Sometimes it's not the ACL we're protecting too. Right. Sometimes it's the status of other things in the knee. So yeah. very good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I don't think the brace um, protects against anterior translation of the tibia, right? It, which is how you're going to tear the ACL. I think there's an attempt to, but I don't know if it's truly going to do that. Um, but with that, um, I'm still a proponent of it. That doesn't mean I have to have all my you know, adolescent athletes get one. It's certainly going to be doctor preference. Um, they have the final say with their patient that they sent to me for rehab. But your question, the way you worded it is interesting that this person has tested out whatever test you're doing, which again, be careful with tests you're doing. That's a different podcast uh, to prove <laughs> that they are ready to get back to the sport. So if they can test out, you know, if you're in Alabama and you work anywhere near the Andrews group, they're probably doing a biodex test, which tends to be a pretty good way of looking at quads to hamstrings. And if they pass those tests and they mentally feel good about it, meaning they don't have any, any fear of getting back and, and, and they feel strong about getting back to their sport, uh, running, cutting, jumping contact, then maybe they don't need that brace. Now, keep in mind, I am educating my kid and the parents that they, because they're young, they're tw- they have a probably a 25 or 30% higher risk of re-tearing either that knee or the other knee. So I'm giving them all the information. I'm also giving them the cost of the brace um, and all that information. And then we make a sound decision based off of how they move, how they feel mentally, physically, uh, give them a little background on the research. And then we make a, a sound decision together, especially if the doctor's like, yeah, if you want, you can have it. Maybe you don't always, you know, sometimes doctors are wishy-washy. Sometimes they're not like where I used to work in Alabama, whereas everybody got a brace um, at that four to six month mark to begin the functional stuff. So, you know, I don't know if I helped you any, but I, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I think there's some, some good research and some good information out there for the person to get back to the sport and it'll help them potentially. Yeah, sometimes it turns into a why not setting maybe. And yeah, and I think Lenny actually had a couple of whys like expenses and stuff like that. I'm not sure, you know, what your brace coverage may be for your insurance or whatever. But um, but I, sometimes it's a why not. Like, is it like, is it one of those situations where if you're you're playing football and somebody completely takes you out again by your knee, is that going to magically protect your ACL reconstruction? No, I mean, you're going to tear it again anyway, no matter what. But maybe it helps with some of the mild, shifts and the pivots or the cuts or something like that. Like, I think that's what we're kind of trying to, to, right. to hope now, maybe this is sports specific too. What about contact versus non-contact and some of the sports we deal with like Dave, I can't imagine your girls um, or guys are using knee braces and getting back to gymnastics, right? That would be kind of challenging. Right. So uh, what, yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough right now because they, they actually do. I have, three, three recently in the last like six months who all got recommended braces and wear them. And uh, they complain a lot about like it whacking their other knee when they're doing gymnastics. And yeah. Against it. Yeah, but absolutely. I mean, like, wait, can you, can you still compete at a high level with the restrictive nature of the brace? Like, cause it limits your range of motion and it's a little bulky. Yeah. It's uh, I think that what they do is well, similar to weightlifting when somebody can't straighten their elbow all the way, they show that before they compete. So the judges won't take off for it. a lot of gymnasts will do that. Oh. They show like I physically, put my knees in the same kind of degree <laughs> but i mean to lenny's point unfortunately uh I, there's mixed results i have some people who are wearing the brace and have retore uh recently and it wasn't super protective who knows whether that would have happened you know otherwise right. i've had some wear it and swear by it so i mean i think yeah. it's in line with the literature that it's, it's a mixed it's the mixed bag here yeah anybody else have any experience uh with that a little bit dan lisa I, I mean i will say going off of your point of the brace rubbing the other leg i did recently put something on my instagram 
um, page that showed a kid running on the treadmill with his brace on and without his brace on. And sorry, braces, but it was a lot worse with the brace. He physically was afraid to have the brace hit his other leg. So he would circumduct around, which created this funky valgus force as he was trying to land versus running purely sagittal. So this was, you know, relatively early in the process, by five, six months out of surgery. Uh, he wasn't 100%. But I was like, oh, man, like, that looks awful. That's not what I expected. Because you've looked better without the brace. And the doctor gave him the brace. We had him run it. And I said, all right, no brace. We're coming out of the brace. We're going to have you run on the treadmill, which is just a treadmill running. And he looked a, a ton better without the brace. And I think everybody agreed um, on my on my social media pages. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. What else, Dan? The only thing I was going to add, and this is kind of a couple points ago, is that sometimes um, I've had some athletes that tear their ACL, let's say, with a hyperextension injury of the knee. And that's not to say that they would hurt themselves in the future with the same exact mechanism. But my thought is, okay, this brace may help prevent that. If that's the original mechanism, maybe that's going to be more helpful, whereas it may not help against other sorts of mechanisms. So uh, that's at least one of the thought processes that I use when trying to decide whether or not we should use this brace with parents or athletes when they're trying to return back, especially when they have a, a surgeon that's kind of wishy-washy about whether or not they want to get the brace in the first place. So, Yeah, that makes sense. How about you, Lisa? Well, I mean, I haven't worked with very many ACLs, but what I'm, what, this is maybe like a Lenny question, I guess. Um, <laughs> if I was trying to decide, I suppose if someone was going to wear the brace, I'm just picturing like somebody playing soccer and like, I wouldn't want to have as much contact with another player in the field that had a brace on their leg for like <laughs> my own sake. <laughs> right, know? man. Like, I, I want to I, if, I, it, like, if you had <laughs> athletes tell you, like, does it, do they feel like they get like a little bit of a bubble that people aren't oh. quite aggressive towards them? I don't know. I'm, like, I'm going to like, yeah, jump in and say, I'm going to say the exact opposite. I think yeah. you're, like, you're a, a target. A you, yeah. get a, you get a bullseye. If you're trying to win yeah. and it's life or death in these, these, these athletes minds, sometimes you got a target. A lot of people don't want to show, show vulnerability with that because then they're going to, you know, if you're, I don't know, this is a terrible example, but it's just what popped in my head. If you're a pitcher, baseball pitcher, and you're wearing a knee brace, I'm probably going to have my guy that bats 280, but is really fast bunt. Sorry. Right. You just, you just, you showed your card and your card was, you don't have good, you don't have good agility probably. So I'm going to try to bunt and beat it out. So just as an example, but. Now, I um, would say on the flip side though, keep in mind um, many, many, many football team offensive linemen and other positional players wear braces to play, not just immediately after an ACL, but as a preventative thing or Tom Brady still wears a brace under his uh, pads on his left knee from his ACL that was probably more than a decade ago as a protective thing. So you can get by I mean, my, my example of the kid running on the treadmill, he's a six, 15 year old kid learning to run again after ACL. But these guys play at a very, very, very high level with these braces on bilaterally offensive linemen wear them on both knees as a protective thing. I think the university of Alabama still, I mean, many teams, I know Alabama does where it puts them on uh, prophylactically on their linemen. So there is a piece, there is a, I definitely think you can get away with it and, and do very well with it. Uh, in sports. So um, I think it's, it's completely individualized as the person, how they feel their insurance coverage, um, you know, the kid's mindset, the parent's mindset with it, the doctor, so many different variables, but um, something to definitely explore with your athlete as they're trying to get back. All right. Final opinion, <clears throat> contact sport. The doctor's wishy-washy has no preference. If the doctor says yay or nay, then it is what it is, right? But the doctor says, you know, it's up to you, whatever. And they come to us because they're always going to and say, what do you think? So I think 
first thought, A, what, what's going to be our bullet statement? Is it, is it that, well, you know, the brace isn't perfect. It's not going to prevent all things, but it may provide a little protection. So that may be worth it if you're comfortable wearing it. Is that, is that too vague? Would anybody yeah. say that a little I, bit I, more? I would say it's appropriate, and I would take it one step further that it's not just contact sports because most of the ACLs that happen are non-contact cutting. So I was gonna say that, yeah. Um, I would do you, be have, do more, you change your opinion if it's contact versus non-contact, like or, or so your recommendation? I say more so if it's if it's a cutting sport, which is what, what sports are not <laughs> cutting sports. I guess like I guess rowing, um, <laughs> crew, <Right. laughs> but you know the the, 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 the big sports of so what's going to happen is going to be volleyball soccer, football, baseball, lacrosse, where you're going to tear your ACL, where, where we're going to see all of our patients is from that. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are contact and non-contact injury, but mainly what two thirds are non-contact injuries when you look at ACL tears in general. So. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I would say, I mean, I'm supportive of the concept of bracing. I think I would almost want to wear yeah. it until you tell me, take this dang thing off. Right. right. Like, because then that tells me you have full, full confidence in your limb, no kinesiophobia, right? No, like I'm going to get hurt again. It's, I feel great. This thing's limiting me. Take this thing off. Right. I think that's what I, I would say is let's wear it as you get acclimated back into the sport and then go for it. Um, yeah. Any, anybody differ on that or is that you, is that our final recommendation? Pretty solid. Yeah. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, great episode. Good question. I think that's a good one that we, we often, um, I like questions like this because these are like the opinion questions where your patient is going to come to you and ask your opinion on something, right? It's not permission, but it's your opinion. So I think it's good to kind of know a little bit. So we learned a little bit. The science isn't overwhelming that these things are magical, but they probably help a little. I think, okay, that's something, right? So keep that in mind, you know, as you form your opinion based on who you're working with. So um, great question. Again, head to MikeRinald.com, click on that podcast link to keep asking away and we will keep answering. And please be sure to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinald.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.